Welcome everybody to Thor and Pear Why Not Together, episode 30. Hi. Hi, and uh, welcome to our two friends here. For those on the podcast, we have our two skulls that we have been working on that we talked about last week. Um, mine's the pearl white. Mine is black one. Yeah, we're still working on them, but some people said they wanted to see them. So this is the work in progress. We're having fun. It's not done yet. But we have two weeks to go, don't we? Yeah. Till the, till the day. Yeah. The 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 yeah. day of the dead. So. Mine has bad habit here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she put a cigarette in. Yeah, smoke, smoking is bad for your health, as as you can see that. Anyway, I'm so, move it. Yeah. so we'll take. So welcome everybody. We are back with a full episode. Last week we we jokingly called it twenty nine point five. Yeah because we did not have anything ready. We, we are back on track. Today we are going to be talking about releasing guilt through self-forgiveness. So we do have something to talk about. So we're, we're definitely excited to talk about this. There's a lot going on right now. And yeah. I'm going to turn it over to Sandy because she has you know, quite an update, mm. something that she wanted to share. So um, in the vein of transparency, um, I had a bit of a scare this week. Um, turns out, it's a long story, but to make to condense it, I had some dental work done 30 years ago. Had my wisdom teeth out, and um, I've had trouble with my teeth for many years. Just lots of issues. I constantly in the dentist chair, and nobody can ever figure out, you know, healthy gums. But what the heck's going on? So fast forward to now, we come to find out, I went to have a dental implant done and we find out that I have what they think is a tumor in my jaw. Uh, when I had my wisdom teeth out, they had to leave the roots in and they fish hook around the main nerve that runs along your jaw. And 30 years ago, the dentist was like, I'm not touching it, or the surgeon, they sent me to a surgeon and the surgeon wouldn't touch it because of the risk, because of being high risk. But now it's created a large tumor, and so I'm gonna have to have a biopsy done, and then depending on how that comes out, then we're gonna have to have surgery before I can even get to the implant. So, you know, I had a moment, I'll be honest, I, I had my moment of freak out, called Jim at work, he came home. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And I honestly, it lasted a couple hours where I was just really scared and it kind of freaked me out. But then I took a deep breath and I realized, wait a minute, I've got all these tools at my disposal. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. Honestly. <laughs> so, you know, I started thinking, it's like, oh, I've got all these tools and I really don't feel like it's cancer. I feel like this is going to be benign and that this is going to be a good thing. Don't you? Right. And I think we suspect that these, these parts of roots that have been left in your jaw and the back of your mouth for a long time have been causing issues yeah. for a very long time. It's almost other like, you, yes, it's been causing other problems that we haven't been able to 
yeah really you know figure out and why. the thing is with any kind of you know i'm sure you guys all know with any dental issues it goes straight to the pericardium um so that's one big issue that can happen i've had heart palpitations and things like this and it's just all these different health issues along the years i'm thinking could have been not that it's everything that's ever ailed me but it could be a lot of it and i feel like this could be a blessing in disguise and so I'm choosing to walk through this um, with a lighter heart and to think positive and to really take this as a gift. It might really turn out to be a good thing. Right. I, I'm still nervous. I'm, let's be honest. I'm still nervous. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really appreciative and, and um, in awe of your attitude. I don't think a whole lot of people would, would go there. Um, you deal with people every day as a nurse who who deal with major issues like this, and I hear you constantly calming them down. Oh yeah. Um, but it's always different when it's you. Oh, of course, right. I mean, it's very easy to uh, tell somebody else, you know, to, to kind of pep talk somebody else, but when it's you, you kind of oh, wait a minute, <laughs> that doesn't happen to me. That happens to other people. But. Um, I think this is a good chance for me to walk my talk, honestly. Right. Yeah. And I, I think um, you, you decided to share this. I was a little surprised, um, but I mean, I think that's what we set out to do in this podcast YouTube channel is yeah. whatever we're going through, um, sure. we're sharing this journey together um, and uh, obviously, we'll keep you updated as to what happens. Yeah. If we have to skip a Sunday or a week because we'll of... We'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. But um, we are both choosing to look at this um, as a great opportunity for you yeah. to actually get even better. Exactly. And, you know, we may come on here and my face will be out to here. <laughs> that could happen, too, <laughs> as I'm mumbling through the podcast. Then all our podcast listeners are going to say, I have to find them on YouTube. <laughs> First of all, we got to see these skeleton, you know, heads that they're painting. And then we have to see the swollen, you know, face of Sandy's. Yeah. Um, no, but it, it's really, um, I, I think, um, as we go through this, you know, the successes and the failures, that's what, what that, it's all about. That's what it is. And, you know, um, I can't be the only person this has happened to. It's rare, granted, but it's not that rare. So, um, you know, I, I think we need to support each other through these things. I'm just picturing Arnold going, Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's a Duma. It's a Duma. It's a Duma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my okay. head. <laughs> But, I'll be back. <laughs> hasta la vista, Tuma. Um, but I mean, part of this is is you know we we look at it, we talk about it. Um, of course, I always as we face anything difficult, um, I want you to express yourself. But then, what can we do to get on the other side of it and start right. you know looking at how to approach this, how to attack it, or how to step back and go okay. There's only so much I can do. Right. You know. Um, well, I, you know, as a nurse, I, you know, everybody has to, to walk through each situation in their own way. I respect that. I get it. But as a cancer, you know, chemo nurse, um, 
for example, the people who would go through situations through their treatment with a good attitude, with a healthy um, outlook, you know, just always looking for the best. Those are the patients in my experience that always did the best because they were expecting a good outcome. So therefore that's what they were creating. And that's really what I want to do. That's what they taught you all those years ago, right? Exactly. Like, you know, you're having your moment. Hopefully it's not, we don't know for sure, but uh, we don't think it's I really don't metastatic like it cancer, is. but it could turn into that if we don't do anything. So yeah, they said, if I don't take care of it, it could cause some big issues for me. Um, so obviously I need to take care of it. Right. So we'll see what happens. Right. We'll take yeah. it one visit at a time, one situation at a time. Yep. And uh, kudos to you. We'll keep you updated on that and appreciate you sharing that. But it, it does segue into our it, it does segue into our um, theme of the day, which is releasing guilt through self-forgiveness. Because I think if you're a human being, you're going to experience some type of guilt. Oh, yeah. You're going to experience some kind of shame or remorse because we're all flawed, right? Yeah. And... I think sometimes more than others, right? <laughs> right? Right. And when something not good happens to somebody, like for instance, you know, what you're going through, a lot of times people will think, well, I deserve this. Maybe yeah. I, I, what I, did I do? Right. Yeah. Or here we go again. You know, it's always this way for me. And so we wanted to talk about how do you deal with that kind of guilt? And I, <laughs> And you and I have done some exercises recently where we keep releasing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we're not going to get into the details, but literally, um, we've been doing a lot of internal a releasing. Lot of work. And it, it's just, you know, it's not the made-for-TV stuff like we heard from somebody else say. Um, it, you know, it's it's not pretty when you're going through it, but I think it's so cathartic. To release this stuff and as it comes up look at it and see what you can learn from it right because guilt I think is the underlying problem the underlying root cause of all the dysfunctional things people I was raised Catholic you're preaching to the choir here <laughs> <laughs> well and as a as raised Mormon there you know we had our own version definitely of, you know um, I think as as we grew up as parents, we were a bad boy or girl if we didn't follow the rules. Yeah. Right? We were told, you, you're you bad. You you did wrong. And I mean, there, there's a certain lesson in that, but I think what happens as a sensitive child, you're like, oh, I must be bad. You know, mm -hmm. because I, I didn't follow the rule. And I think that becomes a habit. Yes. And that creates little people pleasers, right? Be me. I don't know about little, but I am... Uh, definitely still looking at my propensity to to please people and then I feel shame about that so you know we're all working on ourselves and and yeah. so when you're like working on yourself and you just make the same mistake that you've always made again so for instance me oh my gosh I just instead of standing up or saying something I just went along with that because it's just easier to not cause waves and then I think to myself, see, usually like there's this inner judge that goes, see, Jim, there you go again, people pleasing. 
And then there's that feeling of shame along with guilt. So that cycle just keeps continuing, the beating yourself up and over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking earlier. They're very similar, but they are different. So guilt is more mm -hmm. about something that you did wrong, right? Right, right. But shame is about feeling bad about just who you are. Who you are, yeah. Which to me is even more. That's even worse. Yeah, yeah, because at least the first one is incidental. The second one is very personal. Right, and shame, I think, can be um, something that's so hard to tolerate that you push it down and you just go on. But the minute, you know, somebody does something to you or something happens, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember what a bad person I am. And just in well, even if you don't think about it that way, it's just that feeling. It, it's, I, you know, it's not even going through those steps of the exact verbatim thinking. It's just the feeling that hits you viscerally. And then you just absorb it again and again and again. Right. And as we all know, as parents, we've made lots of mistakes with our kids, you know, and so there's also feeling that kind of guilt and or shame, like, could I have been a better oh, parent? Gosh. Count the ways. I mean, you know, if you've lived, you've got all these kind of examples, right? Right, right. So that's why I think when we talk about self-forgiveness, I mean, it's easy to say, but when you're really talking about dealing with um, those, yes, really getting to how you feel deep down inside, I think that's that's a really important thing for everyone to look at. And it's something that we, we wanted to bring this up because it's something that we're working on, even though we, I don't say that both of us walk around and have a propensity for guilt, but I think there's a... <laughs> Um, no. At least I hope not. <laughs> Guilty. Uh, one of our favorite things in, in Disneyland when we went there, gosh, five, six years ago, was Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah. At the end, if you've ever been on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you know, you're going, you're, of course, breaking all these, you know, you're the worst driver in the world. You're running over people. You're making people jump into the river. And at the very end, you come to this judge who goes, guilty carry on that is all something like that and then you go into this cute little looks like um little devils right so you got punished into driving hell and then you come out we, we drove shay crazy with that yes yeah. all we said the whole time we were doing that guilty carry on um but and it's fun to go through a ride like that but isn't that what we all do to ourselves pretty much it's a great example Right, because we are driving these cars, our human bodies, and there's a lot of accidents that happen. <laughs> it's true. I, maybe we should get a license for our bodies. Like, you know, a class B. B. <laughs> a class B, I was going to say. He's going to puberty. <laughs> See, I, um, I need to renew my license. Um <laughs> I was trying to say something clever, class B for boy, G for girl. Anyway, um, but, it, it, you know, how how we get through every day in this body, in my opinion, is a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're all constantly figuring out what to put on this body, right? Trying to constantly clean it, mm -hmm. trying try to make sure we're eating the right things. And we make a lot of mistakes with our own body. Yeah. I mean, well, I can look course. down at my middle and see... 15 pounds of right now. 15 anyway. pounds of mistakes that 
I need to deal with. But my point is, is that being human, we're prone. We're prone to be like Mr. Toad. And Mr. Toad. <laughs> and and go off our our road of you know where we should be, and then that that judge, which is really inside your head, says guilty. That is all. You know, I mean, you're really. It's a cute way for me to say there's self-condemnation. He just went way off the <laughs> I just took a wild ride with Mr. Yeah, Tone. <laughs> it just... That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It was great. <laughs> no, I think you and I have talked about that judge in, judge in our own head. Yeah. yeah. That we have that judge that knows us, like knows everything we've ever thought. I've got like a judge Judy sitting in there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She, yeah, boy, I wouldn't want to come up against her. I think she's wearing a nun's habit, so yeah. Oh, so she's a Judge Judy who's a nun, who's basically your judge. Hitting my fingers, right? <laughs> Mine's more like Simon Cowell on, on American Idol. Really? Is that all you could do? Come on. You're no star, you know. I mean, no, but seriously, what, um, yeah, that's kind of funny, but I mean, it, it if we all took a step back and took a look at ourselves, we're constantly, I mean, and part of the judging, the evaluation part is necessary, but I think what happens is emotionally we take it too far. It, yeah, it, it really... and that's a good point. I like that. Thank you for bringing that up because the self-reflection is very different than the self-flagellation. It's when you continue to beat yourself up with it. You know, it's one thing to recognize what's happening because that's part of the learning and catching it sooner very much very much like what I did with this tumor scare is I had my moment for a few hours and I caught it way quicker than I have in the past you know even a few years ago I can tell you not proud of it but I probably would have hung on to it a few days if not a week so I'm getting better right it takes practice it really does, and it takes uh, a lot of self-awareness. And I, um, if you notice, week after week, we talk about a lot of things where we're always we're, we're joking about, laughing about, but we're always kind of looking within, right? Because it's so easy, I think, to feel bad about something and do the old projection, like, yeah, but look at those people over there, or look at, you know, those people that were mean and mean to me when I was a child or well yeah you know and did... forgiveness right 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 isn't that what we're mm -hmm. getting into here right is you know forgiving you know the mean kids down the street or whoever you know outside of you but bringing it back because I can we get into an argument I can forgive Jim all day but until I forgive myself for that situation I don't really get to the root of it, and so it, there's always a nagging bit in there. Right, and we feel like we must pay for what we've done. So I think what happens is we go around through our day and go, ah, yeah, that happened to me. I deserve. I, I, I. It's almost like going back to Catholic guilt, paying penance for the penance, all those right. things, and and the larger what we've done, then I think self sabotage starts to happen. Yes. Yeah. You know, I just. We've all been there. I don't, this, this isn't going to happen. I don't deserve this goodness. Why is this happening to me? And we push it away. Because yeah. you feel like you, you have to pay for it. Yeah. And who knows even if, if 
that's what people are thinking. It, it's it's such an unconscious level. I I think a lot of times it's just on the unconscious level that you don't think about what it is. You just revert to that over and over. Right, and if we're talking about loving yourself, if it were that easy, yeah, just love yourself. It'll be fine. Oh, sure, no problem. Okay. <laughs> it's it sounds great. Well, you know, a great example for this, I'm going to bring something up right now um, that I haven't brought up in a while, is I had a lot of problems with my mother through the years, and everybody kept telling me, you just need to forgive her. And I'm like, okay, how? How? I thought I had, but apparently not. <laughs> it wasn't until I went in and did the work here that I was finally able, when I forgave myself for the whole situation, that I was able to finally start to release all that baggage. And it ultimately comes back to ourself. No matter if it's something that we did or something that somebody did to us, we still were involved in it. And I think, you know, even in, not, not that we're talking about this, but even in cases of child abuse, the child feels responsible, which is crazy. Right. But it's where we go. We're like, well, I must be a bad person. I, I must what have caused this. What did I do? This. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. even though they're uh, under total victim. Yeah, yeah, total, total victim. Um, and so that cycle just keeps going on and on. And, you know, something that I hear you say and that when I'm home and you're working, I don't listen to a lot of details, but when you're talking to patients, I always hear you wrap up the conversation with saying, just be kind to yourself. Be yeah. gentle with yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I hear you say that all the time. Why yeah. do you say that to them? Because people tend to, like you're saying, makes me emotional. Wow, yeah. where did that come from? Yeah. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, um, because you care about your patients. Yeah. Because yeah. she really does. And, and it's simultaneously great, but it also is like, oh, let it. Yeah, let, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. So people do, they tend to beat themselves up. And so I'm constantly reminding them, just be gentle, be kind to yourself, because that's where the healing begins. Right. I think that's a beautiful example. That's why you're such a great nurse, by the way. Pretty great wife, too, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. Thanks. Not, not bad in the <laughs> wife category. No. Um, I think people, and this may be true, and you know this better than I do, dealing as a nurse. When people get sick, they're like, I suffer. I need to suffer because if I suffer, I'm not only paying penance, but it it's almost like it's like it's important to suffer, yeah. right? Well, it's it's. I always joke about this. I suffer, therefore I really care, right? <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny because it's there's so much truth to it. Right. Um, you know, there's no need for it. Right, and I think, and, and uh, without getting into this whole discussion of religion, it's almost like um, the more you suffer, the closer you are to God. I, I just, I... I don't agree with that. I, mm -hmm. I don't think that... I don't think it was ever intended. Right. I, yeah. I don't really think that's the message that any great sage or saint or, or even Jesus was teaching. It was it was being loving and true to everybody. Do you not, want to, not skewing the message, right? <laughs> right. And so this whole idea of 
I'm, I'm a bad person, I need to suffer, and somehow, you know, that'll make me right in some yeah. form or another, is just, yeah, right. And so, um, all this has an effect on the body, doesn't it? And we've talked yes. about this before, but we thought we'd take a few minutes yeah. to, um, you found a couple things. And I'm um, gonna post these on, um, my page and I'll also add a link to this video. Right. Um, but where we store things in the body when, you know, the, um, what is it? The grief mm -hmm. and the shame right. where we store it in the body is normally in the low back. That's really where as you know, sadness and guilt and shame is going to be stored in the low body, in the low back, and it can also be in the pancreas and the spleen. Um, what, will you explain this to me, please? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I was waiting. Yeah, you were, weren't you? <laughs> I was just he was waiting. just like, say it, say it. <laughs> <laughs> say the spleen so you can explain it to me. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're talking about... Very serious things. So serious. Yes. Why so serious? <laughs> um, so anyway, I found some really great, uh, great diagram that shows where we store our emotions in our body. And I'm going to say, uh, share it with you guys so that you can see it for yourselves if you're interested. I know a lot of people were very interested in uh, the mind-body connection that we spoke of before. Yeah, and I think it's important to realize uh, I will share this with you guys today. So we were going through some, we were talking about this, we were going through some clearing exercises and we were talking about clearing guilt and shame and I started getting a pain in my lower back. I mean, like it, that. it really yeah. started hurting. I'm like, what? And of course, here I have a nurse, an energy healer. I'm like, she's like, lay down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> and um, of course, she starts working on me and she goes, this brought some stuff up. And so, you know, without getting into details, I found I had more to release. Yeah. So it's like the further you dig, and not that you have to get all the way to the bottom, but the further you dig and you open up, the more your body will tell you your body is a great, um, almost like a barometer. Yeah, a barometer, a, a, a mechanism to say, hey, you may want to. Learning, I'm sorry, it's about learning the language of your body, too. Even better. I'm glad you jumped in. I, don't, I wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, I was, okay. <laughs> I was Mr. Toad. I was going to crash over here. Sorry. <laughs> no, perfect. You saved me. Okay. <laughs> but no, it's a great barometer. It, it really is. Because it will tell you what it needs. And, you know, learning to understand the language. And like you said, it comes up in pieces. And the more you work it, the quicker you can get rid of it. You know, it's about just recognizing when it comes up, then, you know, you don't have to get all the way to the bottom in one fell swoop. That's, that's just exhausting anyway. Don't even try. No, I think you, <clears throat> if you're ready, do what you're ready to do and then let it go. Right. Um, right. You know, today we just did a lot of work. It just ended up being that. I mean, literally a lot of the day we were talking about it. We were. It just came up naturally. Yes. And so perhaps because. Um, you know, and this is how this subject came up because it really going back to the guilt, it's really about 
where that's trapped in your memories and your experiences and how you can look at just look at it look at it and go you know what i was just, just a kid yes just look at it you know you want to <laughs> now you got me but but the looking at it the willingness to really step back and say huh okay that's what happened that's what i did or that what was done to me and um what's your perception right Couldn't have said it better myself. I keep interrupting you. No, no, no. This is, and it, it's mm -hmm. really good because it is really all about your self-perception is what we're really talking about. Because you could have everything in the world, um, we've seen this with celebrities, and yet be tortured in the mind because not letting go of guilt, not forgiving. You know, everybody has made mistakes, some larger than others, but those two things, I think, can can eclipse any kind of success, riches, fame, all that stuff. Of course. Of course. And so when we get here near the end, um, we talked that we, 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 we kind of researched and we looked at a couple steps to kind of help us wherever you're at to get to that level where you can start to release that guilt. So we don't, it's not going to happen all at once. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not a three minute ride in Disneyland that you can just let it go. Um, I so, was hoping. <laughs> so, there, <laughs> so in order to help you get to that point where you're releasing any of that guilt, um, forgiving yourself so that you can be a clearer, happier, lighter person, the first thing is just, I think, self-understanding, having compassion for yourself. Be kind to yourself. Just like we were talking about yeah. earlier. Always go back to being kind to yourself. What do I need? What can I do to show myself some kindness, some love? and to just take a moment to hear what I need. Um, nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think it's kind of required. Well, and as you're kind to yourself, you tend to be kinder. And don't we need more kindness in this world right now? Really? Yeah, Gentleness. we really do. <laughs> yeah. the, the world is hardly gentle right now, You know, whether you're talking about the COVID-19 virus. Um, what's happening to you is certainly not gentle. Um, and yet having that sense of kindness and and gentleness with yourself allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel um, I think is is going to be so important every step of the way absolutely you know? absolutely and I expect there will be some gnarly stuff coming up along the way and so you know just taking that moment even once a day to just kind of reevaluate where I'm at and what can I do to just what do I need to get back to that place today? Exactly. Reground. So self-understanding is the first. The second is something called common humanity. I mean, we're all humans. We talked about this before, but we're all making mistakes. We're all having these little minor, major accidents along our road and our bodies, right? And it's just understanding yeah. that we all are on Mr. Toad's wild ride. You're so right. What a great description. <laughs> that was that gave me a very visual. Uh, yeah, thank you. Well, <laughs> you know, fun. we're all in these bumper cars, you know, um, and not, a lot of times not deliberately, um, you know, and yeah. bumping into each other and making mistakes. And, you know, when you live and are married to somebody, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, we. I was out a lot this week in public. 
and I'm not usually out of the house that much. And I don't let her out that much. Right? I <laughs> snuck out. But um, it won't I was surprised. Again. I was actually very surprised what I saw out there. Um, a lot of what you're talking about, we need more of the common humanity. Right. Just giving each other a break. Really surprising, yeah. Right, just the way people are driving without getting all into that. Yeah, and... without getting all into that, just, you know, from the way people treat each other to the way they're driving to the way they talk to each other. Um, it, it's a good reminder to me to um, recognize where other people are. Right. And the, the third or the last step here is asking forgiveness from your higher power. So. Yes. However you see that, whether you see that in the context of a religion you're devoted to or in your own way of looking at things, um, I, I think that has to be part of it, to feel connected to the creator, whatever you could perceive that, that to be, and is, is also, I don't think, something that, that anyone should ignore. No, no. And, you know, that's such a personal thing. We're not even going to venture to tell anyone, you know, how to do that, but what whatever works for you is dive into that. Right. Dive into that more. Lean in. <laughs> because I think um, ultimately we all come to realize that we were made from a loving source and that is what we're going to feel as we connect to our higher power. Yeah. You know, that's what they talk about in Alcoholics Anonymous. To help them through a very, very difficult, you know, lifetime sentence of that disease. Some really great steps there that I think we could all practice, but yeah. Yeah, so I think it's beautiful, but um, we have a quote here at the end. Do you want to read it? I think you should read it. Okay. Forgive yourself. You're not perfect. Show yourself grace. You're still learning. Um, show yourself patience. You are on a journey. And that's from uh, Shannon Yvette Tanner. It's beautiful. It is. We are on a journey. Um, and it's exciting. I, I think um, what I love about being on this journey with you, Sandy, is that I know we're going, we're going to have our tough times, but we're going to laugh through it. We're going to get through it we're going to help each other and um i'm just a lucky guy to have somebody as as loving and supportive as you are and i completely agree i am i wouldn't want to be going through this with anybody else um i know he's always got my back that's why we are sore and pair as we fist pump <laughs> um so a sandyism okay i think this one is very appropriate Judgy judger. <laughs> <laughs> Judgy judger man. <laughs> That's her very descriptive. Are you being a judgy judger? <laughs> hey, judgy judger man. <laughs> so that's how she calls me out when, you know, she feels a little bit of judgment from me. <laughs> so I, that was I a, love it. thought that was a good one to bring up. But um, we thank you all for hanging with us. This week, we will keep you um, up to date with Sandy's situation and uh, walking you through and giving you good news because that's what we're putting out there. Absolutely. Be... This is going to be good. This is all going to be good. And um, so, yeah, I 
and you know we know other people are going through things so if you're going through something whether it's a health event whether it's you know something going on we know you can get through this we know that um you know you have the strength to support each other yes absolutely thank you for saying that that's awesome and by the way before we go i just want to um, say a quick thank you to everyone who put notes out there for jim's birthday it was so sweet <laughs> right huge outpouring thank you that was that was very very nice it's, yes. it's nice to feel connected and I don't even want to say how many years it's just a, a lot of years a few yeah a few, a few but we got a long way to go yeah. so we'll see you guys next week have, have a great a one. one take care everyone Bye. thank you